are listening to Move With Radiance, a podcast all about helping you release who you should be so you can step into who you really are. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to live our biggest, brightest lives. Hello, another week, another episode. We are inching closer and closer to 100 episodes, which is like crazy. I feel like we should do something special for episode 100. So if you have any ideas, feel free to reach out and and share them. How should we celebrate 100 episodes of Move With Radiance? Crazy. How are you? How's it going? We are still in Colorado. Actually, the day that this episode is released, we will be on our way to Ohio, which is crazy. It feels like that was such a far plan and now it's here, which is just, again, evidence of how quickly life can go (laughs) if we don't take time to really be in each moment. So here we are about to embark on the next journey of our trip. And it's crazy. And I've said this a few times in the last couple of weeks, but, and this leads nicely into what I want to talk about today, which was a question I got from a client. And, uh, it's that I think sometimes we need to have our, well, at least for me, I've realized that this trip has really shaken up my normal routine and is bringing up a lot of just stuff that wouldn't have been brought up if we didn't do this. <laughs> and it's making me really look at the parts of myself that I'm, re- I'm starting to become ready to dive into. And this is the topic I want to talk about today, which was just three things that I've really learned about personal development and just my top three pieces of advice that I would give to you as you are moving into your own journey or as you're moving more deeply into your own journey is that this process is yours and give yourself permission for it to look however it needs to be. And what I'm really understanding right now with myself is this is the right time for me to dive into certain parts of myself, certain pieces of shame that I had not been fully ready to dive into quite yet, where now it's like, okay, I'm ready to look into this. And I've been looking into and starting to embark on just different modalities in terms of healing, right? So energy healing and energy work and um, more embodiment practices and diving into just the, just different concepts that I wasn't quite ready to dive into before. And I'm so grateful that my body feels ready to go there now. And so I'm diving deeper into parts of myself that I knew were there, but again, wasn't quite ready to to go there yet. And that's the thing. That's what I really want to emphasize today is that, and I talked about this this week too on Instagram, if you're listening to this the week it came out, just about self-care and how quickly self-care and in general, the 
which is what we're going to talk about today, the personal development industry, but just in general, how this thing, these things that are so deeply personal to us and to our own journeys and to the things that we've personally been through and the things that work for us as individuals, right? We're all so different. We've all been through so many different things. These beautiful, personal, deep lessons and and practices and all this stuff, it can so quickly become a comparison game. And it can so quickly become an extra set of expectations and pressures and shoulds to the point where it doesn't feel good anymore, to the point where we're we're completely missing the point. (laughs) Point being, this is about you and you as an individual and what you need and what works best for you and your body and the journey that you've been through and the dreams that you have for moving forward. And what you want to create for your life. It so quickly becomes something that's outside of us. Where we're looking to everybody else for the right answer. And while there's so many amazing mentors and programs and and tools and guidance out there, right? Like that's why I've created my business. We have to be careful to also remember, or we have to be careful to not fall into this idea that I need somebody else and I need somebody else's exact, like, uh, almost like a fix it, like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe this, but it's, it's almost like we're trying to mimic what someone else has done in terms of trying to make our journeys look the exact same as someone else's and thinking that that is the only way to get to where it is that we want to be. We have to remember that these things are just, they're tools. We're seeking out support to help jump track, jump track, jump start and fast track the process and to use other people's wisdom and their journeys and what they've been through as guidance and as tools and as things that we can then take into our life and make our own, right? That's so valuable. And there's so much amazing information and programs and all of that stuff out there. And I think that that is such an important thing to seek out if you're looking to like support and accountability in those things and having someone truly, truly see you in your fullest expression, in your vulnerability and hold that safe space for you. Like that is so healing and such an important part of the process. And I'm not saying that that is what we don't need, but it's when it, when we become reliant on other people for our own internal answers and for what we should be doing. There's such a difference there. And I'm going to talk about that in more detail with my second point here. So today I really just wanted to talk about, again, my three biggest pieces of advice when it comes to embarking on this journey, because these, these things have been life-changing to me. And again, (laughs) you can take them and apply it to what works for you. That's so important to me is I'm going to share my journey. I'm going to share my tools. I'm going to share my methods, things that have worked for me. And then you get to take those things and, and filter it and pick out the pieces that work for you. And you get to make it your own. You have that option as well. First and foremost, 
<laughs> I'll touch on all these points in more detail as we go. But starting with number one, the biggest game changer for me has been understanding that I need to learn how to get into my body. There can only be so much progress made through our thinking, primal, analytical, conscious brains, right? Like there's such valuable information that can be absorbed there. And that really for me was the first step. I had to absorb it logically. I had to understand it in my brain. I had to think about it a lot. I had to really spend some time up there to start understanding some of these concepts. But for me, until I really, again, sought out some mentorship and was given this um, advice on how to actually do this, I thought that's where it ended. And I ran into a lot of roadblocks when it came to deep, true healing because I was just spending so much time in my brain. I wasn't integrating the work of my body where so much of our beliefs and just with our nervous system and how we feel safe, like all of that is held so deeply in our bodies. So if we're not doing the healing work within our body and our brain, we're missing a big crucial piece of this healing process. And so learning how to get into my body and integrate the things I was learning in my brain, that was game changer. We can't think our way through emotion. <laughs> if we're, let's just, we'll just use emotion as a general example here. There's so many other things we could talk about, but for this context, this makes the most, this will hopefully make the most sense. <laughs> but we can't think our way through emotion. We may think that. I thought that for a long time. If you remember my story, I think I talked about this. I should have talked about this on, on my story, uh, in, when I told my story on the podcast a few episodes ago, back in 2017, when I was laid off from my job that year. So that happened in like April or May and around November, December, like that time of year, I started experiencing heart palpitations. And at the time I thought I had like all my ducks in a row and uh, there was a lot going on, but I felt I was like organized, you know, <laughs> I had it together. It was good. And so when this, this started happening, I went to the doctor and uh, he was like, they did, a, you know, an EKG or whatever and all the tests and he came back and he was like, everything looks great. Like, are you stressed? And I was like, well, no, I feel like I have everything under control. Like I'm managing this. Like I didn't feel in my head, I equated stress with things being out of control. And at the time I felt like things were in my control for the most part. So it's like, no, I don't think so. Little did I know that I wasn't actually moving through and processing the stress that I was feeling at the time, but I also had so like an insane amount of unprocessed anxiety and stress and that type of uh, surging emotion in my body still from being laid off because that was probably one of the more scary, stressful experiences that I had gone through up until that point. And so I wasn't processing it and it was lingering and it was staying there. And again, it was like, that was like an example. It was like, I thought I was processing it. 
I didn't know what it meant to feel into the anxiety or feel into the emotions that I was experiencing. I keep taking these deep breaths. Like, you know that one big deep breath? <laughs> I'm trying to get that and it's not happening. So if I'm doing these deep breaths, that's what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so that was a pure example right there of me thinking I was actually dealing with it when in reality, my body was still holding on to it. I wasn't actually moving that energy out of my body. And right around that time was when I had sought out some mentorship and was really understanding like how to continue on this journey of personal development. And that's when I really understood, oh, I was missing this big crucial piece of integrating my body with this. And so what this has looked like now is understanding that I get to process and move through the things that are happening in my body and really learning how to do that through different embodiment practices and giving myself space to just be fully expressed in that emotion. So first, like we are conditioned to shut that side of us off. There's probably, there's probably some of you out there that have stories of I'm too much. I'm too emotional. Crying is weakness. Anger is unladylike. I only should be happy. Anxiety is wrong, right? We have so many stories around what it means to have all of these different emotions. And so we naturally, because again, there's at, at some point we experience some sort of negative consequence for being in our fullest expression that we've shut that off. We've labeled those things as negative. We're like, I can't lean into those. I can't feel these emotions. And then they get stuck <laughs> and we don't know how to essentially be in our fullest expression, be in our fullest essence, feel so deeply, which is so healing and brings up so much relief and creates so much space when we allow ourselves to fully be in our bodies, to fully allow that like energy to come out and to be again, so fully expressed. And so the biggest thing that I've been able to do is create that own safe space for myself to create that private sacred container for myself to express those things, whether that's 10 minutes a day, or if it's for half a day that I, I allow myself to really be in it, learning how to allow myself to process and be in my emotion has been, and be in my body while doing so has been so healing and such an important part of this process. And not only that, but even when you look at like my dance videos, right? That's the goofy side of it. That's the playful side of it. That's the fun side of these embodiment practices that you, I share so openly with uh, you on Instagram, right? Like that also is, is part of the healing, but then there's also this other private part that a lot of people don't get to see. I'm actually going to be sending an embodiment video to my clients, my one-on-one -on -one clients on a more vulnerable side to show what it can really look like and how I actually do this on a day-to-day -day basis. But there's also that part too. And 
with both of those parts, with allowing ourselves to move and be in our bodies and express ourselves in the way that we actually want to be expressing ourselves without making ourselves wrong for it or without um, like blocking ourselves from doing that, we, we essentially, again, show our nervous system that, hey, look, I'm safe to do this. Witnessing yourself and even, even deeper being witnessed by someone else in that expression, it shows that I'm safe to do this. It's safe for me to do this. And that again is like such a crucial piece to really healing those fears and wounds that we have around being who we really are and expressing ourselves in the way that we want to to show up. It's sort of evidence that this worst case scenario that we may have in our head doesn't have to be this thing that crumbles us. And it's okay if it feels silly at first. It's okay that it feels awkward or you're judging yourself, right? That's the first step is to get to a place where you can start removing the judgment around yourself. So allow yourself to be in your body. Connect with yourself there. It's such an important piece to all of this. It's just, and it's a beautiful thing to be able to witness myself in my imperfection, quote, right? Imperfection, right? We have this very, I always had this very clear picture of what I should look like, right? It's like, I keep saying, right? There's a, those, those uh, dance, what are they memed TikToks? I don't know. The Instagram or not Instagram, what I think I look like and what I actually look like, those videos. And there's sort of this like goofiness or like making fun of ourselves for that, like what I actually look like and thinking like that's imperfection. But when we can start looking at it as it's not imperfection, it's just me expressing myself. And that's such a beautiful thing. We, we start removing those layers of shame and judgment and allow ourselves to just be and we become more and more okay with that. And when we can do that in private, then we can start doing that outside of our sacred space that we've created because we've already validated and we've built this evidence of like, I can express myself and I'm still okay. Your body is such an important part of this process. So invite her in, invite him in. Number two, and this expands on what I've been talking about. Oh, sorry. I'm just letting you guys hear all of the, speaking of imperfections, we're just being raw here. Not going to cut any of this out. (laughs) Um, But talking about what we were, what what we were talking about in the beginning with making it your own and really, again, we can so easily veer away from the point of all of this. And that's where I want to bring us back is this is your process. So number two is make this your own. It does not have to look like everyone else's journey. It does not. What Instagram influencer Harry Joe is doing for their morning routine does not have to be exactly how you structure your morning routine because the thing is it might not be what works for you (laughs) what works for them might not work for you and that's okay it's not meant to we are all designed so 
differently. The more that we can get to know ourselves on a deeper level, the more that we can start understanding and getting curious about what it is that you actually need, then you can apply the, the, the self-care process, the personal development process, the tools, whatever that looks like in a way that's going to benefit you because that is the point. (laughs) Remove these pressures and expectations that this journey has to look a certain way, that it has to look like everyone else's journey or that what everyone else is going through is not as... uh, what am I trying to say here? Again, it's so easy to only think of all of the highlight reels and to only view all of the highlight reels that we see when it comes to personal development on social media and to think that I'm going through this really deep, raw, uncomfortable, difficult, like I'm moving through something that feels so heavy right now. What's wrong with me? A lot of people don't exhibit, they don't show that. They don't put those moments on display. So there's nothing wrong with you. We just have to stop comparing our journey and what it should look like to what everyone else is doing. What you're going through is exactly what you're meant to go through and exactly the right time you're meant to go through it. And again, it it becomes so easy to like want the quick fix to come into this and say, okay, tomorrow I want to be completely healed (laughs) or completely, you know, through this whole journey. And I'm here to say, one, progress is not your business, but two, this is a lifelong journey. We have been learning and and living this way for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years To have an expectation that all of this is supposed to just go away and shift overnight is impossible and unrealistic. I'm still on this journey. I just talked about how there are things that I knew were there, but I wasn't ready. I'm ready now. Trust your timing. Your body needs to feel safe to explore some of these things. So if they're not ready right now, it's okay. Give yourself that patience and know that exactly where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. It's perfect. Don't question it. You're on this journey and you're going to be given the things and the lessons and you're going to learn what you need to learn at exactly the time you're meant to learn them. So just stay open, stay curious, and don't expect it to be a certain way. Get out of that comparison track because that is where we're going to continue to sit in suffering because we're not accepting where we are right now. The moment we can do that is the moment where it becomes our own and the moment where we can really truly dive into what it is that we need to dive into because we're not comparing it or or making it look a certain way. We miss the point when we try and force something. And along with this as well, Again, highlighting what I had mentioned at the beginning, the biggest thing that I've learned and the biggest thing that has helped me so, so, so much in removing a lot of those pressures is realizing that 
I get to make this my own. If this concept that I'm learning doesn't quite resonate me, with me in the same, like, in it, like it doesn't quite resonate with me, but when I think about it differently, it makes sense. I'm going to think about it a little differently. If, if you're achieving the same goal, it doesn't really matter how you get there, <laughs> right? If, if the goal is compassion, what tool or thought process or embodiment practice are you going to use to help you get to that? It doesn't matter if it's exactly the way someone else is doing it. As long as it like makes sense to you and it feels good to you, then use that. You are the filter of all of your information. So if you consume something and you're like, ugh, I don't like that. I don't like the way that feels in my body. I don't like the way that resonates or sits with me. Change it. Leave it aside. Find a different way of, of viewing it. That's the beauty of having so much information out there is that we can take tidbits from different people and apply it to what makes sense to us. And again, at the same time, we need to be careful, right? This is why I say we need to put that comparison and that expectation trap right on, again, push it aside. Because if we try and absorb all of this information with that, with that, like, oh, I need to make it look a certain way and what is everyone else doing, then we're not going to be able to filter it in the way that that is going to be beneficial to us. So make sure you're in the right mindset before you go and start looking at what everyone else is doing. Understand, okay, I'm just going to go out and just seek out some information, pick a few different things, focus on one thing. Here we go. But just know that you have the power to make it yours. Really take time to sit down and figure out what it is that you need, how you best work, and what's going to allow you to show up fully every day. What does that look like for you? Get curious about it. And again, it's okay if you don't know right now. That just gets to be something we, we get to come back to over and over until it clicks. And maybe it'll click in a different way even more down the road. That's the thing. It's ever-changing. Allow it to be fluid. Allow it to be exactly what it needs to be in that moment, knowing that it can change tomorrow and that's okay. Flow. <laughs> that's flow over force. That is like huge. I'm still really learning how to do that. Uh, I'm still learning what that means for me and understanding different tools and techniques to help me embody that fully. But right, like it's, it's a journey. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I'm working on, but that's okay. Oh, look at that. Perfect transition to number three, <laughs> being an acceptance that it's not perfect and having compassion. Again, if we have this expectation that it needs to be perfect or that we then like have, we create this picture in our minds of how this journey should look and we get this information and we're like, oh, well, why did I still do this thing? I thought we were past that. I thought I had worked on that. I thought I had created awareness around that. Like, why did I still not do it perfect? Why did I still turn to that? Why did I still like do this thing? And we all of a sudden then go down this rabbit hole of beating ourselves up because we didn't do something perfectly. You also have to remember that you're human. <laughs> we are humans. We are not meant to do things perfectly. 
That is an impossible standard that will just lead you to disappointment. When you, when you do something that doesn't feel in alignment, when you turn to an old behavior, when you turn to an old pattern or a new, an, a, an old belief kind of resurfaces in a different way, get curious. Even after the fact, shit, did this thing. Didn't feel so good. It wasn't exactly the way that I wanted to react or respond to that situation. What's going on here? How can I show up a little bit differently next time? What would help me do that? What's still here that I haven't quite looked at fully? How, cur- like, how curious can you be? This is why I, and I, I emphasize this so much with my clients. It's like awareness is everything. If you can just sit back at the end of your day and just look at how you've, how you've spent your day, create awareness around it, pinpoint something like, ooh, yeah, made that decision. That didn't quite feel good to me. And get curious about it, journal about it, reflect on it. The more information that you gather, the more information you have for applying a different uh, strategy next time a different way of being next time. Maybe you you learn, ooh, I need to spend some more time there. I need to uncover that a little bit more. What's really behind that? One step at a time. It's one step at a time. And the biggest thing that I will emphasize over and over and over and over and over is compassion over everything. How compassionate can you be with yourself? Again, a few episodes ago, I did an episode about what we're really looking for. So many of us are just seeking and craving unconditional love. And yet we're the first to give ourselves the opposite of that when we don't measure up. So how can you be a little bit more compassionate with yourself? Even if a thought comes in, oh, you're so stupid. Can you catch yourself? I do that. <laughs> I do that all the time. I'll, it just comes out. I'll, I'll do something silly. I'm like, oh, you're so stupid. And then I'm like, that's not nice. Actually, we're, gonna, we're not going to, we're not even going to play with that. Let's, let's switch the dialogue here. Compassion over everything. How can you just be a little bit nicer, even after the fact, even after you may have gone down a negative spiral? Can you bring yourself back out of it? Can you really sit down and think, you know, it's okay. We're on this journey, one step at a time. Today may not have looked the way that I wanted it to, but that's all right. It's more information. It's more opportunity for me to get curious. It's more, more information. I'm learning and I'm growing and it's one day at a time. And it's okay if it sucks. It's okay that this doesn't feel good. I'm not going to fight that. You know, like, how do you want to express yourself right now? Are you pissed? Like, let's be pissed. Okay. <laughs> Come back to feeling. Be in your body. Just give yourself permission. This is a lifelong process. This is a day-by-day process. And it's not for... <laughs> I don't want to say it's not for, I hesitate to say anything like this, but just know the more willing you are to lean into being uncomfortable, 
Even if that's just the slightest little tiptoe, like, okay, I'm going to try. Like, that's the headspace we need to be in. And your uncomfortable meter will grow and change over time. You don't have to dive all in right away, but that willingness and that curiosity and that like, you know, I'm okay to just take one step further in being uncomfortable. Like that's all that you need. Allow yourself to, to go there because it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And the final thing I'll leave it with is come back to what you desire and what you need at the end of the day. And if that's always what you come back to, you can't go wrong because you'll very quickly start to see what is out of alignment for you and what is out of fear and what is out of shoulds versus what it is that you actually want because that feels good. Shoulds and expectations in comparison, that's a fear. That doesn't feel so good. So you'll know. You always know what you need. You do know what you want. I say that over and over and over with my Worthiness Formula clients. <laughs> like, you do know what you want. We just gotta, we just gotta get you there. So you do know what you want. Trust that. Please let me know if you have any questions about today or about anything that I've talked about recently or, I mean, not even recently, anything that I've talked about. <laughs> I'm here for you. Keep an eye out for just some more announcements about different things that I'm creating and different things that are on the horizon, potentially some open one-on-one -on -one spots. I will keep you posted on that if you've been interested in the worthiness formula. There is a wait list available, so you can still sign up for that. The link for that is also in my Instagram bio, but it's um, in the show notes as well. <sighs> I love you so much. Keep going. You've got this. And I'm here to support you, so please know you're not alone. All right. We will talk so soon. Have a great rest of your Friday, or however it's meant to look. <laughs> and we will talk soon. Bye for now. Ah, thank you so much for listening and for being here week after week. If you found this episode helpful and you want to share it with your friends and fam, just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and make sure you tag me in your stories so that I can come over and say hello. Thanks again. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, stay radiant. <laughs>